This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hello and welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian Holiday Survival Guide. Festive Holiday Survival Guide, I should say. I started this series this week because with it being Thanksgiving and now with Christmas coming up next month, this can be a really difficult time of year when you struggle with your relationship with food. It can be such a confusing time because on one hand, you're really looking forward to the festivities, you're looking forward to seeing people that you haven't seen all year, you're looking forward to all the festive foods that this time of year has to offer. But on the other hand, you're also dreading this time of year for the exact same reasons. You are dreading seeing people that you haven't seen all year. And this may be especially true if you feel that maybe your body has changed this year. Maybe you've gained weight this year and you can't bear the thought of seeing people because you don't want them to notice that your body has changed. You don't want them to give you the glance, the look up and down when you walk into the room and they haven't seen you in a while. So I'm bringing you a brand new episode of this festive holiday survival guide just to give you a place to turn to, a place to check in with, a place to go when you feel that you need some grounding. Maybe you've done some work on your relationship with food this year, perhaps by listening to this podcast, for example, and you want to keep yourself in a positive mindset throughout the festive period. This podcast series serves as the place where you can come back to, the place where you can come to ground yourself, to check in with your binge eating recovery. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you my expert advice for how to handle the food police. If you are imagining a life without binge eating, and these episodes are really striking a chord with you, but you still don't know where to begin, you still don't know how to stop, Well, good news, my binge eating recovery program is for you. Please know that stopping binge eating is possible with the right guidance. Take it from me, I have guided many others in the same boat as you are in right now. Away from a chaotic relationship with eating to finally feeling calm and relaxed around food without the constant worry that the next binge is just around the corner. Now I'm bringing you the same strategy to stop binge eating, but in a format that is a fraction of the price of private coaching. From getting to grips with why you binge to adapting a new way of eating that means that you won't be second guessing every food choice anymore and you won't be starting a new plan every single Monday. You will be able to enjoy the foods that you used to binge on without binging on them anymore. Alongside the structured lessons, which by the way are a similar length to podcast episodes, so you can pop it in your ears and listen on the go. You will tailor the program to you with a 90-page workbook with all of the tools that you need. And we will troubleshoot any concerns that you have with live Q&A sessions over Zoom. You can ask me your questions live, or if you're not ready to talk openly about binge eating, that's okay, I've been there too. You can pre-submit them and catch up later. This expert-guided, self-paced program will enrich your relationship with food in so many ways. Go to the link in the description of this episode for immediate access to start today. I'll see you in there. Now, back to the episode. 
And don't forget that to celebrate the one year anniversary of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast, there is a $50 discount, which is going to be valid until November 29th. The discount code is podcast50. You know who I'm talking about when I describe the food police? They're the people that have nothing else to discuss with you except for topics surrounding weight, shape, food, dieting, how they need to lose the weight they've gained over the holiday period and how they should cut back until Christmas. And even though the food police can, one, be irritating and be a nuisance, and then secondly, have a detrimental effect on your relationship with food and can set you back in your progress towards food freedom, you might be surprised to hear that In many cases, my approach to handling the food police is not necessarily to run away from those conversations. It's not necessarily to shut the conversation down. Prior to recording today's episode, I did quite a thorough search of the advice that's out there currently on how to handle the food police. And unsurprisingly, a lot of the advice was quite defensive. A lot of the advice that I came across was phrases and responses that you can give when the food police start their usual spiel of talking about dieting and weight loss. Phrases and responses that you can give to shut the conversation down. And again, I'm not surprised to see that this was the advice because the food police can be really irritating and actually be detrimental for your relationship with food. However, my approach to handling the food police is a little bit different from that. I don't automatically jump to the defense. I don't automatically shut down the conversation, especially when we're talking about close friends and close family members. I have a different approach that I would like to share with you today. Firstly, this can be a little bit difficult to admit to yourself, but the thing is, we have all been the food police at one point. We have all been there. We have all been the person who can't stop talking about the latest diet. And even when the person who we're speaking to tries to change the conversation, we just want to bring it back. We always want to be talking about the latest ways to lose weight or how the diet plan is going, or even asking that person what they've eaten that day. I've been there too following some really fatty diet that was never going to last more than a couple of weeks. And probably looking back now, I was starving. I was so hungry that any opportunity I had to talk about food, I took it up. Because when you are deprived of something, you obsess over it. It becomes way more interesting than it should be. And that's exactly what happens when you are hungry. And hunger is inevitable when you are dieting. So when it comes to handling the food police, I think it is important to have some level of empathy. We have been there too. It depends on your relationship with this person, obviously. If it is somebody that is not very close to you, that you don't see that often, you mightn't feel comfortable having this conversation. But if it is a friend or if it's a family member that you're close with, If they can't stop talking about food and they're always bringing the conversation back to food and they are constantly talking about weight loss, in many cases, it may be appropriate to bring up the topic of conversation with them. Hey, is everything okay? I've noticed that you're talking a lot about food and your weight lately. How are you feeling towards food these days? How are you feeling about your weight? 
let them know that you are a safe space for them to come to if they are having challenges with their own relationship with food. You could let them know that you've been there too. There was a time in your life when you couldn't stop talking about food and weight loss and the latest diet plan. And now you don't have any interest in that anymore. You don't like to talk about that because you've noticed that if you allow yourself to have all food, if you allow yourself full permission to eat whenever you want, that food just isn't that interesting anymore. That food just is food. You're able to eat it, enjoy it and move on with your day. And again, you don't have to be in a place where you feel completely cured of all your insecurities around food. You don't have to be in an expert position like I am either. You can tell them that you are still working through some stuff, but through your journey so far, this is what you've found. And consider directing them towards this podcast, gently nudging them towards this direction. I strongly believe that you can't force anybody along this path though. You can plant the seeds, you can point them in the direction, but you simply can't make anybody leave diet culture unwillingly. As you know, some of the concepts that I discuss on the podcast here can sound very bizarre to somebody who is still steeped in diet culture, to somebody who is still actively trying to lose weight or following the latest wellness trend. Concepts like allowing yourself to keep your binge foods in the house, not only allowing it, but actually encouraging it. Even some of the concepts that I've discussed this week, such as making sure to have other fulfilling, enjoyable meals on the same day as your big Thanksgiving dinner. I want you to think about your reaction when you first heard of some of these concepts, when you first heard about food freedom, when you first heard that to overcome binge eating, it is advised to include some of your fear foods in your normal everyday intake. What did you think when you first heard that? Did you think that was shocking? I have to admit that I certainly did. So if you do bring up this subject with the food police and their reaction is one of horror, one of shock, one of total disbelief that you are even talking about this, that this must be some kind of quackery, this can't be an evidence-based strategy to heal from food insecurities and eating disorders. If they respond in that way, don't be alarmed. It is to be expected. But what you can do, you can lead by example. You can show the food police that you are able to enjoy all of the foods that are available to you and not to be obsessed about them. You're able to take little bits here and there and not feel the need to binge or not feel the need to obsess about them or to keep going back for more or keep eating until you feel sick. Lead by example by showing them what life is like when you are free from food when you intuitively know what kind of foods your body wants and needs and roughly what kind of quantities and when to stop eating when it stops feeling good, when to stop eating when you don't feel like it's serving you anymore and how to use other strategies than food to cope with emotions and to cope with difficult times. You can't force anybody on this path, but you can certainly lead by example. So to sum up, my approach to tackling the food police, especially when it's somebody that you know and somebody who you feel comfortable having these more challenging conversations with, my approach is one of compassion. 
It's one of recognition that we have all been there. We have all been the food police. And instead of automatically shutting the conversation down and potentially harming your relationship with that person, how about opening up this new conversation? Remember, you don't have to be healed to have these conversations. You have insight into these concepts that are not widely talked about. You have insight into the whole world of disordered eating and eating disorders that you can share with other people. You can't force anybody down this road, but you can just suggest that there is another option out there. They don't have to live a life where all they can talk about is weight and food and body and shape. And again, I really do have to reiterate that this conversation isn't appropriate with everybody. And there are some cases where the food police are just downright rude, obnoxious, and the most appropriate response to those kind of food police is to shut the conversation down and is to jump on the defense. But that's a whole other conversation, which we won't get into right now. Okay, I am going to leave you there for tonight. It is Friday, November 26th. It is approximately 8 p.m. that I'm recording this. So if you are having a chilled Friday night too, I am with you. And hey, in my opinion, there is no better way to spend a Friday night these days. Okay, I will see you for another episode tomorrow. Until then, take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. Today.